Pissoracast. Pissoracast 2018, volume number two. Episode? Volume? What do you call it? Episode. Episode number two. I'm Dove Katz. He is Ari Katz. And Ari uh, just asked me, all right, what are we talking about today? And I'm going to surprise him with this one. Okay, ready? I I am ready. I I love these because, you know, we don't have to prepare all that much. And there's so much to talk about from Kemiso. It just naturally flows. Naturally flows. Okay. uh, So recently I was reading an article in someone's house and the article had the following uh, uh, headline. Jewish day camps, luxury or necessity? How do you... How do you answer that question when someone says to you, you know, your camp is a real, it's a luxury item. Is it a necessity for a child growing up in today's modern Orthodox Jewish world to be involved in a program like Masora? What does it have to offer? You know, we know people have all their expenses of of the whole year of living a Jewish life uh, between yeshiva day school tuition, uh, shul membership, and all the other things that come with that. How does camp fall into that grand occasion? I'm so glad you asked me that because I, I I was wondering what you were going to ask me, but that's a really good question and something that we sit and we talk about and plan for for the entire year. Uh, it's interesting because, you know, I, I got to see over the years both sides being a principal and also um, going on, on the camp side and doing both at the same time and to see, you know, where campers and, and benefit the most. Um, I personally, and amongst many, many educators, I know many of my principal friends and other educators, Rabbeim and Morris, would say the same thing. In many ways, a camper could accomplish more in the seven weeks in camp uh, versus being at home, you know, during an entire year. And, and it's a very simple reason. And we've had these discussions before, and it's probably something that we could talk upon hours upon hours upon hours. The, the, the first point is that they are now communicating with their peers and their friends. There's no cell phones. So now everything, the first, first piece, which is I really believe is the, is, is the most important point, is just learning to communicate with your friends. And th- that goes such a long way because there's so many different details even with regard to that, whether it's problem solving, it's completing a sense, asking what you want, asking a staff member if there's an issue, or obviously there's always great things that happen, there's there's no question about it, but you know, you need laundry or, or different kind of food or whatever it might be. We're giving the campers the opportunity to live and fend for themselves in the way that they can now deal with reality, deal with any challenge that they have. And then when they get home, apply it and say, you know what, in camp, I went, there was, a, there was food that I wanted something differently or today I wanted to play basketball or whatever it might be. We're having a social challenge. And now they, they learned that skill in, in communicating and problem solving. And really it all stems from just moving away from from that cell phone it's you're you're taking out the other factors of people helping you even though you have your division heads there and your counselors and all of that but you now quite often problem solve for yourself and i think that's such a huge piece for a child to gain that experience because they're not getting that as much during the year that that's just one one piece right there now i recently went to a meeting <clears throat> and uh, in the old days, when you'd go to a meeting and you were waiting and you were meeting with a bunch of people, 
everyone would sit before the meeting and talk to each other. Hi, how you doing? What's your name? Da -da. And here I was noticing that every single person was looking at the phone. No one asked anybody who they are, what their name was, what company they were there for, nothing. And I do think that cell phones really do put a tremendous barrier to communication, and especially now where kids don't talk to each other even on their phones. They're, they're Snapchatting, they're Instagramming, they're Facebook. Well, I don't even think kids do Facebook anymore. That's like yeah. passe. That's like a, that's like a rotary phone. That's for the adults. That's for the adult, not even. But they, their lives exist in three-second videos or, or a picture where they write a couple of words under. You, you ever, do you understand the whole selfie picture thing that the kids do? No, I was actually I, asking my, my son the <coughs> other day. And uh, he goes, he said, that's the form of our text message. Exactly. I'm like, I don't they understand. They take a what picture of themselves making a funny face and they write something under it. And, or they write, they don't say, I'm at the pizza store with my family. They'll take a picture of, like, you know, a napkin or something and say, pizza with the fam, or however they say it in cool jargon. Wow, we are both going to get so beaten up for this one. But it's. Hey, by the way, and you're right, think about how nice it is. That at 10 o'clock at night, you're just sitting around a, a bonfire cooking marshmallows, and you're actually just talking and having a fun conversation. That's right. That's right. We don't get to do that at all during the year. That's right. And it's not just the teens. I would say, hey, it's a nice thing that the teens get to sit and schmooze with each other. But even the younger kids, I have found that certainly in today's day and age that, you know, kids start on the cell phone thing. They get home from school. They sit down, and they're on a cell phone. And... They're not communicating with their siblings. They're not communicating with their parents. They're either on a cell phone, a tablet, an iPad, watching videos, looking at videos, playing games, doing their homework even in that format. Um, with uh, The other day I was in a house and there's music playing. And I was like, what is that? Said, oh, I'm doing my math homework. It's the, you know, the, the, the soundtrack to the math homework. It was like really bad accordion music. <laughs> and this is how kids are learning in today's day and age. We, we sound like such old yeah, fuddy-duddies, but, 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 but it's, it's true. true. Yeah, it, it, it is true. Kids you, you do know, not know how to talk you to know each other. What, I, I once told you this story. I made one of the other podcasts where, where there, years ago when we allowed cell phones in, in teens, there was, uh, and basketball is obviously very intense and hockey is very intense. So after the game, the, the, one of the campus called their parents and said, I hate camp, I hate camp. You know, pick me up, pick me up. Uh, clearly because he lost the game. And the mom called me. And uh, two hours later, oh, mom, I'm staying. I, I, I love camp. Camp is the best. Camp is the best. He was at another camp. And, I was all, and, then, and then again, back and forth. So the mom called me and said, could you just take away the cell phone already? This is getting too much. And what, what we're taking away during the year is that, or rather during the summer, the, what their, the campers are benefiting is that if they lose a game, talk to your teammates right. and figure out how to, how to right. do it right the next win, time. You're a coach. Or, and guess what? Life isn't all roses, you know. You will lose sometimes. Things will go wrong. Things will not. Yes, everyone plans on winning every game. You will not win every game. You will not win every game in life. And sometimes it's good to lose. I'm not saying that you know you should you should go through with life with that expectation. But sometimes the experience of not winning, not being the team that loses color war, being the team that didn't win the basketball game, being the team that didn't didn't win the singing or the dancing competition or the baking competition or whatever it is, is a good thing and can be a great life experience. Not to set you up for failure, but to set you up for life. Where could you imagine how that child feels if after the game and they lost and they sat with their teammates, they sat with the coach and brainstormed the plays of the next game and they win. And they figure this out. What an accomplishment that camper feels. That 
that's rewarding versus and another topic that we've talked about in the last time is everything with the cell phone the iphone here is you're flipping you know you flip your screen you flip your music on to the next and what we're teaching a lot of campers and, and students throughout the year there's a problem with the teacher a problem with just move on to the next just just avoid the issue here you're sitting without your phone and you, you accomplish that's right that you succeed you can't just you can't just swipe to the right and then uh, your friend is is no longer there or that who you just had a problem with and you need to you need to sit and talk it out and work it out there's somebody you're going to be with for the next x number of weeks x number of days this is your friend talk it out work it out amongst each other these are skills that are not in non-existence pretty much in uh, in today's modern society because kids just get plugged in and that's that and, and, and that that is a, a huge, huge success if if you choose the right camp and the right atmosphere um, to do that. The child really will succeed. That you won't benefit, you know, throughout the year. Um, well, I mean, the schools are busy teaching. They're not. They're not. You know, schools are busy teaching other things. Obviously, we want them to teach life skills and midos and all that stuff. But at the same time, they have a job to be teaching curriculum. Um, and during the day, you don't want kids building interpersonal relationships with each other because then they're disturbing the class, obviously. That's and, you great. know, the 15 minutes of recess that, that takes place in most schools or however long it is, is not really enough time to, uh, to teach kids these, uh, these interpersonal skills. Here, we're immersing them in an environment for, uh, for the entire summer where they will learn life skills that are, are basically unteachable except by the experience of them. And something that, that a lot of kids just are not getting in the house. And, you know, if they would be sitting at home during that same time period, they'd be plugged in and that's it. So really, a really good opportunity to develop uh, a, a lifelong skill. And, and in addition to that, think about how many kids throughout, take a week, how many kids are actually picking up the phone and talking, even with the phone, versus just texting out? I would like, say never. None. Yeah. I would say none. Like the word "you," like, the, and and kids now are, are writing college essays and things like that with the with the letter right, right. you, you. And, and BTW and BRB correct. and GTG and all those wonderful uh, you know little little text things. It's only a matter of time before kids are going to start submitting papers with emojis into that. Correct. Them. So so they're barely socializing as it is. You know how how many of us rather pick up a phone and just talk something out as adults? versus t t writing in a text that people don't understand. You're texting, imagine you have a, a challenge with another peer and you're, uh, you're taking a, uh, a snap picture and you're, you're sending it with a text message, you know, I hope we can make, whatever, whatever that message is versus picking up the phone and talking it out. And that's, the, that's where you, what you get in camp. You, you can't send a text message to a camper. You actually learn to socialize. And the other thing is that a lot of the technology that the children are using, it's semi-permanent, meaning they send the message and then it's gone forever once Correct. it's read. And that's, that's, that's terrible because the, you know, the, the ability to discuss something with someone and talk with them, that's there forever. That discussion that you had with someone face-to-face, -face, that does not go away. Correct. And by the way, don't remember, look, look back at a text message one time and see, you know, someone that just thanked you and, and wrote a very nice note after a performance or something like that or something that you've done, you, you did a great job. And you look back at the text message and you say, you know, you refer back to it and say, wow, that, that was really nice of that person. They really made me feel good, you know, um, versus 
even and again i'm not saying that texting is the best way to go either but at least it's the better of, of a snapchat that's delete you can't even refer back, can't refer to, back that. to that right but i can't certainly remember people's comments uh, you know verbally better than i do uh, even of a text message because people scan yeah. you know they don't you really ever get look a thank you letter you ever get a handwritten thank you letter Remember those? I can't, e I can't even. Uh, I, I think probably what the last letter I could even remember is probably from my grandparents when they that's sent me in Israel. Yeah, that's uh, or the aerogram. Remember yeah, the exactly. aerogram? Oh, the That was back back in the uh, in the Amalekite, as we say. But you know, we we were talking about in in programming. We're talking about some of the events that we're going to do. It was like. What could be something like a Throwback Thursday type of event? What and you know one of the first thing that comes to mind always is uh, is letter writing because kids today they have no idea what that even means. And if we hand out postcards, no one's gonna know what to do with it. When you write on it, what it, what is a stamp? Do kids even know what a stamp is? I don't even think they know what a stamp is, <laughs> or which or how to write their own address. Do they know how to write their home address? Do they know how to get a letter home? I'm not so sure. I don't. I. I we should have a, a skills building challenge one day where how to actually write a letter. I still well, remember. Well, that, that is what we do in camp. Yeah. Is we, we On the first day, we sit and we talk about, you know, writing a letter. And and it's also it's also great. It's refreshing just to write a letter in the sense that you get to express yourself and, and talk and send a nice message. And, and incorporating the lessons that you learn socially on and off the courts and problem solving or whatever it might be in camp and expressing something that you you worked on in camp and you got through it i have the greatest idea for an event we should have a spelling contest <laughs> very basic words because i guarantee you most kids today do not know how to spell because right. you don't have spell you check, don't have on spell the, check uh, okay. and they don't talk in emojis oh that's a great I'm i gonna, like that i'm gonna add that to the programming calendar we'll do, by spelling the way a bee. spelling bee yeah that's, that's exactly. right and we'll have words like candle and you know and, and shabbos and things like that i don't know if kids know how to spell that or or, or even just the word you like we how said. about the word wednesday kids don't know how to spell that guaranteed w-e-d W-E-D, that's all they're going to write. Do they, do they, we, they still, I'm sure they still teach the, those tricks, right? The I don't, know. Day I don't know. I don't know. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, so that's a very interesting, uh, interesting aspect of, of that particular question, which is the, the social interaction and the problem-solving skills and the people skills that you're going to get in a Camp Masora environment are non-existent in any other environment throughout the year that a child is. And it's a very critical component of their growth and education um, and uh, and they're learning, both as a human and as a member Correct. of Quality Israel. You, you 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 also have less distraction. Even forget the phone. You have less distraction o overall. You have, you don't have TVs. You when you're on the courts and you're you're driven. You you get this drive every once in a while that you know I'm gonna go out on the court and I'm gonna practice X Y and Z with the professionals. Or even you have a Rebbe or a Mora that's there full-time and you could talk and you could schmooze about life and, and the, everything in, in our society is about distractions and, and but here you have the ability to say I want to take something and I want to achieve it and I want to achieve it in camp and that, that again is why we write create your summer here that's take right. what you want and, and, and achieve it without the distraction of I gotta, I gotta run to a pizza store I gotta run to this place I gotta run to take what you want and, and go into a summer and focus on it You'll, 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 you'll accomplish so much. How many kids say that they made their school teams 
at the end of the summer or that they accomplished on swimming or they enjoy the parsha or they enjoy the singing and or the zimriya where you don't get that aspect necessarily during there because you have time to just sit and decide what you want what you want to accomplish and that's huge that that's worth every penny of itself that's right the frantic pace of everyday life where it's always running from one thing to the next and everything camp that doesn't exist it's really such a different kind of environment both both the weather and the scenery and and hey the fact that you know what i can't just get from place to place in two seconds i gotta walk to get there yeah and it's gonna take me five minutes to get to the lunchroom guess what you know what you'll see every day when it's time for lunch you'll see kids walking with their friends and talking to the lunchroom they don't just walk by themselves you see groups of kids walking and talk every kid has got somebody with them and they're schmoozing Go figure. Correct. You know how nice it is at the end of a day where the kids are sitting on their beds and, and the counselors there and the division heads walk in and they're just sitting and talking about the fun parts of the day and what tomorrow brings and what we're going to do differently. I think they're usually just calculating how many hamburgers they do have left for the next barbecue, Correct. usually in some bunks. But yes, yeah. it's it's a great, it's a time to really chill out, review the day, see, talk about what happened, talk about what you want to do, talk about what you want to create, talk about where you want the next few days to go. It's really, it's a, a unique experience to camp. How many times you walk by a, a bunk or, or the teens and they're sitting outside in a kumzitz and singing together and and they're, they're, they're just, they have these emotions and feelings that, that they, they, they're sitting there and thinking without without outside distractions it, you you got to love it you got to love every second of it it's really a, really a very very special experience that uh that camp provides which you can't really get anything else sorry are there any uh, any new programs in camp you want to talk about anything we haven't uh brought out on the ear uh, ear air that uh we could uh mention we got some very very exciting stuff which i, I don't want to release yet Ronit's going to uh, Israel next week to see all of our uh, staff Ooh. who've been... Head Counselor Ronit heading off to yeah. Israel. She's going to visit all the different girls' uh, seminaries and, yeah. and stuff like that. And then have everyone together for you know, a mini reunion by Big Apple Pizza. Woohoo! You know, get to hang out with everyone. And uh, many, many staff members have replied already and have committed and... I, I uh, do like the garlic like that they have in Big Apple. It's like that Israeli garlic. It's like it's a different stuff. consistency. I, I love that. And the pizza happens to be pretty. You know, my favorite part about Big Apple Pizza is like the uh, the piece of cardboard that you get your pizza on uh, in Israel. But that's every place. That's I, I don't no. But w- which is the, which really is the most favorite pizza in, in Israel? That's a good question. I don't know. I'll what tell do you, you what right do you now. Like? Although I haven't eaten pizza in a very long Home time. Pizza. Uri's Pizza. Uri's, of course. Well, with the spicy, spicy sauce. <laughs> it's a Dua. Come on. Uri's, Uri's pizza. pizza. You can't make that uh, up anywhere. That and a little bit of cigarette ash that makes its way into <laughs> the pizza every time. Oh, man. That place is, oh, you're bringing back memories. That's good it was, stuff. It was in that Milo Cohen video, I think, right outside Uri's Pizza. Wow. Yeah, so Ronit's going to Israel. Ronit's going to Israel. We have a big reunion coming up. We have uh, some sports announcements uh, that are coming out very soon. We have some programming announcements that are coming out good very stuff. soon. Very so just hang stuff. Stu- hang tight, and uh, we're going to uh, maybe by our next podcast, we'll uh, we'll start uh, going through some many many more things. Um, and how how much space is there left in camp? Not much, right? So not if, all if that you're much. You're still on the fence, and are using this show to make a decision. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Makes me feel very good. But yeah. uh, we already had to turn a few campers away. That's right. So uh, and, spots uh, are fast uh, closing up. So if you're interested in coming to Camp Masora and making your summer, creating your summer, the time of your life, uh, 
better get in touch quick. Office at campmasora.com is the email address. 845-362-7778. And, of course, the wonderful programming team that uh, we have Dove and Shira and Ailey and all the wonderful uh, events that are being. We got, we got stuff cooking that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is going to be the I'm summer. Having, I'm having too much fun planning this stuff. It's really. See, you should pay me. I was going to say I should. I should probably be paying you because I'm, you know, coming up with these this really, really great stuff that has never been done in camp before, and that will be all inclusive, and everyone's going to have a blast. Yeah. So we're really looking forward well, to that. That's the point of it. That's why I told staff members is that you got to love camp too, uh, and, and clearly you guys hey, have that. that. That's why I'm here. Last last summer, I was walking around going, "I really like it here." So you, you really can't beat that. You really can. That sunset over, what's the name of the lake? Lake, lake, the, the lake, lake, the Missouri Lake. I don't know. Over Lake uh, Bababa, whatever. That sunset, you cannot beat that. That is, yeah. that is, that's a view that uh, really, really uh, shows you that there is a higher power in the world. Because it is, it is something to behold. That and when it starts raining sideways. And, uh, you know, after it was just sunny five minutes ago. But, hey. I I don't you like when it's raining on one side of the camp and it's and it's the, not the, the other? Hey, that's pretty yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. All right, Camp Masora Masora cast uh, number two in the can. We'll uh, see you in a few weeks, I guess, uh, when everyone is back from their Winter trips break. and wherever they're going. Um, but uh, I'm Dove Cats, Ari Cats. Cats, and uh, see you next time.